0: Hello, oh, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we feel the need. The need for speed. With Top Gun Maverick. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Oh, whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You were here at the request of Admiral Kazanski, aka Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. I just want to manage the expectations. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in the rank that would ground him. Written by the team of Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie, and directed by Joseph Kaczynski, Top Gun Maverick stars Tom Cruise as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Val Kilmer as Admiral Tom Iceman Kazansky, Miles Teller as Lieutenant Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, Jennifer Connelly as Penny Benjamin, Bashir Salahuddin as Warrant Officer Bernie Hondo Coleman, John Hamm as Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson, Charles Parnell as Admiral Solomon Warlock Bates, and features Monica Barbeo, Louis Pullman, JL as Danny Ramirez, Glenn Powell, and more. Now more than 30 years ago, every parent that got a big screen TV and a surround system couldn't wait for someone to ask about it so that they could throw on Top to show how loud that system could get. And now we finally have the continuation of Pete Mitchell's career within the U.S. Navy. Top Gun Maverick is an extremely high-paced, in-your-face thrill ride that encompasses the term summer blockbuster in every sense of the phrase. It has big-name actors, intense action, a dash of romance, and a banger of a story that left me with a giant smile across my face when the credits finally rolled. Starting with the cast, you know what you're getting with Tom Cruise. And in case you're wondering, yes, he does run in this movie. The new Top Gun blood in this movie does not miss a beat, acting-wise, and this movie was very, very well done. Miles Teller is someone that deserves all of the praise. Not only does he have a striking resemblance to 1986's Anthony Edwards, but his emotional journey is perfectly acted. And that's not the only emotional scene. The feels from seeing Val Kilmer reprise his role of Iceman was a perfect send-off both for the character and his fans as he continues his battle with throat cancer. Story wise, you have a solid three-act show that is a little predictable, but that's not a knock at all. To be honest, the predictability in this movie made it slightly more charming. But where this movie blows your socks off is in its music and score and its set pieces. Let's start it off with the music. Now, first and foremost, for the fans of the original, yes, the original theme is there, and yes, we hit the highway to the danger zone. For the new fans, you get updated remixes of the theme, a brand new catchy theme song by Lady Gaga, and a whole whack load of adrenaline-pumping songs that would fit into to any exercise playlist. But the set pieces, oh man. First and foremost, being the perfectionist he is, Tom Cruise demanded that the pilot scenes be filmed in actual planes. Now that means these actors spent months training and flying in actual F-18s. So the G-forces and abuse they put their bodies through was real. And it paid off. This movie absolutely demands the largest and loudest theater you can find so that you can get a semblance of that feeling for yourself. On the deck, The movie is what you want. Aircraft carriers, naval bases, and Kawasaki ninjas. The only thing I disliked about this movie is that it inevitably had to end. For 131 minutes, I sat in landmark theaters with a smile on my face. For hours after, that smile refused to go away. In fact, driving home, I called my family and told them that we're going again just because of how amazing this movie truly was. I give Top Gun Maverick an A+. Now summer is almost here, so it's time to clean up. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's wait no longer. It is the full trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Kids, get the popcorn now. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been, like, three, four years? Eight years, seven months and six days, give or take. Am I, uh, sensing feelings? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're right. (laughs) The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. This is my first bad guy. Never forget you first. You I'm unlike the are not like the gods of kill. I have something worth fighting for. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise. And flip! You oh. flipped too hard, damn it! Should we help him? I mean, eventually. Great. This film finds Thor on a journey unlike he's ever faced—a quest for inner peace. But his retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore, the God Butcher, who seeks the extinction of the gods. To combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Korg, and his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magical hammer Mjolnir as the Mighty Thor. Together, they embark upon a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before it's too late. Thor. Love and Thunder Strikes Your Screens July 8th, 2022. Another trailer that reared its head this past week is the upcoming film titled Beast. Diabolo? Okay, what's he saying? Diabolo means devil. I've never seen anything like this. Multiple attacks without eating his prey. Lions don't do that. At least no lion I've ever seen. Go back to the calls. Beast finds Idris Elba taking on the role of Dr. Nate Samuels, a recently widowed husband who returns to South Africa where he first met his wife on a long-planned trip with their daughters to a game reserve. But what begins as a journey of healing jolts into a fearsome fight for survival when a lion, a survivor of bloodthirsty poachers who now sees all humans as the enemy, begins stalking them. Idris Elba is joined in the cast by Charlotte Copley from District 9 as Nate's old friend Martin Battles, Iana Halley as Nate's 18-year-old daughter Meredith, and Leah Savat Jeffries as his 13-year-old daughter Nora. Beast will stock the theaters on August 19th of 2022. Over in the land of casting, it was announced that Chris Pratt would be starring in Alcon Entertainment's upcoming animated Garfield film, and now another character has been cast. Samuel L. Jackson will play a brand new character, Garfield's father, Vic, in the upcoming project. Let's see, while John's out, should I do tons of grueling yard work, or... Should I nap and eat a lot? No other cast members have currently been announced, and there's also no plot details to be shared. Notice a pattern emerging. On January 1st of this year, author A.A. Milne's 1926 children's book, Winnie the Pooh, moved into the public domain, as did the characters featured in that book. What that means is that Disney no longer has exclusive licensing rights to the silly old bear. And while Disney does still own their depiction of Winnie the Pooh, the character is now up for grabs for anyone to make their own interpretation of, with no permission required. While Jagged Edge Productions are using this bit of copyright law to their advantage, and have gone into production on a feature film titled Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey, which is described as a horror retelling of the famous legend of Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey marks the featured debut of writer-director Reese Frake-Waterfield, who explained to Variety that Pooh and Piglet go on a rampage after being abandoned by a college-bound Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin is pulled away from them, and he's not given them food, and it's made Pooh and Piglet's life quite difficult. Because they've had to fend for themselves so much, they've essentially become feral, so they've gone back to their animal roots. They're no longer tame, they're like a vicious bear and pig who want to go around and try to find prey. It was also a busy week in the land of streaming, starting off with Apple TV. Apple TV Plus has announced that a Speed Racer TV series is in production, hailing from J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot and Warner Brothers television. Here he comes, here comes Speed Racer, he's a demon on wheels. Details about the live-action adaptation remain unclear, though it is believed that the show is being written by Hiram Martinez, who writes Snowpiercer, and Ron Fitzgerald from Westworld. Meanwhile, Amazon has announced that a God of War TV series is going into production that will revolve around Kratos. Kratos is the demigod son of Zeus and a mortal woman named Callisto. After exacting vengeance against the gods of Olympus, Kratos now lives as the man in the realm of Norse gods and monsters. This harsh, unforgiving world, he must fight to survive and teach his son to do the same. But that was not the only video game adaptation that Sony recently announced. It was also announced that a Horizon Zero Dawn series is in production over at Netflix. The Horizon series takes place in the 31st century in a post-apocalyptic world where colossal machines dominate the land. Human civilization has regressed to tribal societies of hunters and gatherers who survive in immense forests, imposing mountain ranges, and the atmospheric ruins of their ancestors, all while the machines become increasingly powerful. The player controls Aloy, a huntress who uses her speed, cunning, and agility to stay alive and protect herself and others against the force, size, and power of the machines. Some other video game adaptations coming our way in the near future, future includes Amazon bringing us Fallout and possibly Mass Effect, The Last of Us over at HBO, Twisted Metal at Peacock, and movies based on Borderlands, Bioshock, and Sony's Ghost of Tsushima. Netflix hot-off announcing the return of the cast of That 70s Show for their upcoming That 90s Show has also confirmed that Tommy Chong, who played the resident hippie and World War II vet Leo, will also be returning for the series. Really? Oh, that'd be cool, man. Hey, but well, can I have Saturday night off? The show is set to take place in 1995 and will revolve around Leia Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, as she visits her grandparents for the summer and bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. Netflix also released a trailer for their upcoming project, The Gray Man, which sees Ryan Gosling being hunted by a psychopathic adversary played by Chris Evans in their latest original film. You hurt? I mean, my ego's a little bruised have something they really want. What's your gut? It's going to be my funeral you're going to next. You want to make an omelet? You got to kill some people. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The trash stash. It's just, it leans Lloyd. Based on the 2009 novel of the same name and helmed by the Russo brothers, the Gray Man is a CIA operative, Court Gentry, played by Ryan Gosling, a.k.a. Sierra Six. Plucked from a federal penitentiary and recruited by his handler, Donald Fitzroy, played by Billy Bob Thornton, Gentry was once a highly skilled agency-sanctioned merchant of death. But now the tables have turned and Six is the target. Hunted across the globe by Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans, a former cohort at the CIA who will stop at nothing to take him out. Agent Danny Miranda, played by Ana de Armas, has his back. And he'll need it. The Gray Man hits Netflix on July 22nd of 2022. Also available for streaming is Fantastic Beats, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which is now streaming on HBO Max as of today. <laughs> Well, this week is Star Wars Celebration, so there are a ton of announcements to get to in the galaxy far, far away. Starting it off, Respawn Entertainment, Electronic Arts, and Lucasfilms Games released their first teaser trailer for the upcoming sequel to Star Wars Fallen Order, titled Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Picking up five years after the events of Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Survivor finds Cal Kestis, played by Cameron Monaghan, beginning to feel the weight of being one of the last remaining Jedi in the galaxy as he must stay one step ahead of the Empire's constant pursuit. Accompanied by his trusty companion, BD-1, Cal will meet and ally himself with an array of unique and interesting characters on his journey. Star Wars Jedi Survivor will expand on the series' dynamic combat in new and innovative ways. In order to survive, Cal must learn new skills and grow his connection to the Force. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is being developed for Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC, and will be released sometime in 2023. Celebration, which just wrapped up in Anaheim yesterday, also acted as an announcement point for a number of upcoming projects. The first trailer was released for Star Wars Andor, as well as its release date of August 31st. There will be no rules going forward. That's what a reckoning sounds like. 12 episodes are set to drop on a weekly schedule, and according to what was revealed at the celebration panel, the first season takes place half a decade before the events of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. The Andor series will explore a new perspective from the Star Wars galaxy, focusing on Cassian Andor's journey to discover the difference he can make. The series brings forward the tale of the burgeoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets became involved. It's an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, where Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. It was also announced that a new project titled Star Wars Skeleton Crew was in production, starring Jude Law and being executive produced by John Watts, Christopher Ford, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Set during the same period as Ahsoka and the Mandalorian, there is the potential for crossover stories featuring these characters, but with production set to get underway in the near future, we'll have some time to wait before we find out any more. A new animated Star Wars series was also announced titled Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi will tell previously untold. Told stories out of Jedi lore, with Qui-Gon Jinn having his own installment following the tutelage of Count Dooku before the latter turned evil. It was announced that Liam Neeson would be returning to the Star Wars galaxy, voicing Qui-Gon Jinn himself. At the same time, it was announced that Liam Neeson's son would voice a younger Qui-Gon Jinn in the same episode. It was also announced that Mandalorian Season 3 will hit Disney Plus in February of 2023, while the Willow TV series will reach Disney Plus on November 30th of 2022. I powerful sorcerer. See this acorn? I'll throw it at you and turn you to stone. Ooh, I'm really scared. No, don't! Don't! There's a a peck here with an acorn pointed at me! For those that don't know, the Willow TV series is a continuation of Ron Howard's 1988 fantasy epic, starring the one and only Warwick Davis in the title role. A sorcerer in the first film, Willow went on an incredible quest to protect an infant girl, and is now back 34 years later. The Willow TV series will be an epic period fantasy series with a modern sensibility set in the enchanted land of breathtaking beauty. Willow features a diverse international cast with Jonathan Kasdan, Ron Howard, Howard, Wendy Miracle, Kathleen Kennedy, and Michelle Rejwan serving as executive producers. The story began with an aspiring magician from a Nelwyn village and an infant girl destined to unite the realms, who together help destroy an evil queen and banish the forces of darkness. Now, in a magical world where brownies, sorcerers, trolls, and other mystical creatures flourish, the adventure continues as an unlikely group of heroes set off on a dangerous quest to places far beyond their home, where they must face their inner demons and come together to save the world. As celebration began to wrap up, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed that the upcoming Star Wars movies will return to the sequel era. The next Star Wars movie on the slate will be directed by Taika Waititi, who is also co-writing the script alongside Christy Wilson Cairns. Kathleen Kennedy recently said that that movie is aiming for a late 2023 release. Other upcoming projects include Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron and another project being developed by Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige that's written by Michael Waldron. The trilogy being created by Last Jedi writer and director. Ryan Johnson is also still in development, but Kennedy did say that it won't be happening anytime soon, as Johnson is busy with other projects. And finally, once again, we end on sad news. This past week, we were all shocked by the unexpected passing of actor Ray Liotta. The Goodfellas star was 67 years old when he died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic, where he was shooting the film Dangerous Waters. A number of Hollywood's elite spoke out regarding the actor's death, including his Goodfellas stars Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, Kevin Costner, who starred with Leota in Field of Dreams, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jeffrey Wright, The Muppets, and Seth Rogen. Leota survived by his daughter Carson and his fiancée JC Natolo. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, the Navy needs Maverick, the Kid needs Maverick. That's why I fought for you.